Welcome to the Hidden Palace with Skyblaze. Good morning, afternoon, evening or night, wherever you are in the world. I am Skyblaze and this is the Hidden Palace here on Radio Sega. Uh, I apologise if I sound at all rough or tired today, but yesterday I um, went down to near London for a, fun a friend's funeral, so I'm... F and it was a, a very long day, and it was a very hard day in a lot of ways. So I'm feeling a bit wrung out. It was a lovely service. But, to cheer myself up, um, because I really love weird and obscure things. Uh, so today we're going to look at one of Success Corporation's more unique game series. Uh, a game which, or series which could be described as a cute-em-up instead of a shoot-em-up. Ha ha ha. I'm talking about Cotton, uh, the witch who flies about on her broom taking down baddies with her magical powers. The first game in the series was Cotton Fantastic Night Dreams, which was released in 1991 on arcades on the uh, Sega System 16B board. That's a lot of S's. Uh, this game was a side-scrolling shooter which played kind of like our type, only a lot cuter. The story goes that an evil mist invaded the lands and disrupted the balance of the Prism of Light. That sounds a bit Final Fantasy-ish to me. Uh, this threw the world out of order and covered it into eternal darkness, leaving people in despair. Amidst this, Cotton arrives uh, without a care in the world and her mind only on something called Willows, which appears to be some kind of sweet or candy, um, if you believe the attract mode. Uh, a poor fairy called Silk falls beside Cotton begging for her help. Well, initially uninterested, Silk offers some of these willows as a reward, which immediately changes Cotton's mind. So, a bit mercenary, but okay. As you play, you'll obtain power-ups to provide different magical attacks, and add fairies to give you more attacks. Uh, kind of like the Force in our type. That's the second week in a row I've mentioned that, that's weird. Um... As you take down your enemies, you'll gain experience, which will strengthen your attacks, and as you finish the boss of each level, you then enter the Tea Time bonus mode, where cups of Japanese tea fall from the sky, and each one you collect will get you bonus points. After each level, you'll see a small cutscene, showing Cotton collecting one of the seven Willow Sweets, which will then, when brought together, will apparently create a giant Willow Sweet. Alright. Though this was in fact a lie that was told to uh, well, uh, told to Cotton by uh, by Silk, the willows are actually the representation of the light which was lost when the prism was disrupted. Okay, on finding this out, poor Cotton, Cotton turns to stone in shock. However, the fairy then mentions a special golden willow which was recently stolen by some thieves. Upon hearing this, Cotton speeds off into the distance on a new quest to obtain this magical new suite. Assuming that wasn't also a... lie, uh, some magical object that needed to be used to save the world. Why did the magic prison turn into sweets? I, uh, Japan, I guess. 
Saving the world with the power of candy. I guess. Uh, Dalan's saying I'd save the world for candy as well. <laughs> uh, Nicholas Aman saying if shoot 'em up gets shortened to shmup, would cute 'em up get shortened to? I'm not saying that. I am not saying that. Bad Nicholas, no biscuit. Uh, Dalan's saying why does the fairy look like a cross between Mew and Nay from Fan Fancy? Uh, fan sorry, Fancy Star Two and Three. Across Japan, I guess. Listen, there, there seems to be that sort of era seems to have a limited number of character designs, particularly for women. It's got better slowly. It's still kind of bad though, but comics are much the same in a lot of ways. Nicholas says I'm okay without biscuits. Well, I'll deprive you of whatever your snack of choice is for being rude. Anyway, let's have some music, shall we? Uh, so from uh, Cotton Stage, uh, we've got uh, from the original Cotton, we've got Stage Six, and um, because it was on a Sega sixteen system sixteen B, I will get those words the right way around. Um, Wonder Boy Three Monster Lair was also on the same kind of arcade board. So from uh, Wonder Boy Three Monster Lair, uh, the arcade version, we've got Every Little Helps. Um, so here you go, Cotton Stage 3 and Wonder Boy 3 Monster Lair, Every Little Helps. Enjoy those and I'll speak to you guys again after the music break.
back. And that was, um, where's my list? There it is. Wonder Boy 3 Monster Lair arcade version, Every Little Helps. And before that we had Cotton Stage 6 BGM. Um, Electrobugaloo like put up a video of a, uh, a game called Shooter Starfighter Sunvane, uh, which is a PlayStation 1 game which was also produced by Success, who created um, Cotton. And it's apparently uh, Electro Boogaloo's favourite of their games. And it, it's listed as a budget title, where it's apparently a very, very good game. Um, I can't watch it at the moment because the, the video that Electro Boogaloo posted, because my broadcasting software does not play well with others, which makes it really hard for me to watch uh, or listen to other music and video sources while I'm playing, because it can cause problems with it. So I'll have to watch that in a bit. But back to Sega. Uh, next up we have Panorama Cotton, which was brought to the Mega Drive in 1994. Uh, this is in fact the second game in the series and picks up not long after the first game ended. With the lights restored to the land, all seemed well until Silk's sister, Knit, okay, starts telling her that their ruler, Queen Velvet, so everybody has fabric related names in this world, alright, has started saying things that make no sense. When they go to investigate, the Queen announces that the world will soon fall into chaos and only she can save it. She then departs on an animal called Pinky uh, and disappears before anyone can stop her. Soon after this, Silk and Knit discover a burnt willow suite which they suspect is the cause of the trouble and they attempt to get rid of it, uh, at which point in comes Cotton and nabs the suite and proceeds to eat it, only to spit it out due to its burnt taste. Angered that someone would burn her favourite sweets, Cotton sets out to put a stop to it. Uh, as you start there is one immediate difference in gameplay, we've gone from playing like R-Type to looking more like Space Harrier. Hi everyone, Grayfall here. This is just a quick editing note, as we suffered a small technical error, meaning that no one could hear us when Skyblaze was broadcasting this show live. We'll now cut back to Skyblaze just after we managed to get back online. Sorry for the interruption. I'm just gonna. I'll, I'll, I'm just gonna. Uh, I was gonna talk about Panorama Cotton. Um, one thing I will mention about Panorama Cotton uh, is it's actually one of the rarest games on the Mega Drive, uh, with one copy showing for sale for between five hundred and ninety-nine and seven hundred and forty dollars, and that's just for the game in the case. The game also had commemorative teacups made for it, which would only cause the price to jump even higher. The game itself only had a Japanese release, but apparently an unofficial English patch was released in 2019. Presumably for the cough emulation cough, because I can't imagine many people paying that sort of price for a game. So I was going to have some music from Panorama Cotton, um, but eh. Um, we'll have to soldier on anyway. If we get time later, I'll, I'll add it on to the end. but. For now, let's move on to Cotton 2 Magical Night Dreams. Uh, originally released in 1997 for Sega's STV arcade board, or ST5 arcade board, uh, this game managed to get a Saturn release a year later, uh, later that year. Uh, this is the first Cotton game to introduce a two-player mode, and introduced Cotton's friend-slash-rival witch and her hat, Apley and Needle. The, the hat is sentient, I guess! 
Um, the story finds Apley, wanting to experiment with high-level magic, has borrowed the sacred water willow to do so, and heads into a nearby forest. Sadly, she winds up losing the willow, which is then found by Cotton, who then eats it. Fueled by sugar and magic, Cotton then proceeds towards the castle in search of more willows. This game has us return to its roots, go back to the horizontal uh, R-type style, so you'll encounter similar cos uh, combat aspects to you did uh, in Cotton Fantastic Night Dreams, but with a few interesting additions, including the ability to grapple an enemy, which you can throw back at other enemies. Uh, amusingly, the thrown enemy can bounce back and be thrown again. Uh, so sort of like a boomerang, I guess. Uh, once you've thrown it enough and it's left alone, it will generate a sphere, which will give you points based on the number of enemies that you defeated with it. You'll also have magic appear in the form of crystals, which bestow either ice, fire, or wind or light effects. The crystals also enhance your basic attack, causing ice attacks, uh, for instance, that bounce off obstacles. Within the options menu, you will get an option to switch between arcade mode and satin mode, which mainly changes the colour scheme of the background and enemies, and uh, can add other things such as snow on mountains found in the background. Uh, Doan saying, so many magic sweets. I used to have dreams like this as a kid. Mmm, <laughs> sweets. Uh, yeah, I think we've caught up with ourselves, so everything should be fine now. So... Let's have some more music. Uh, so, requested by um, Electric Boogaloo, we've got Cotton 2, Magical Night Dreams, Coral Sea, and then uh, an R-Type remix, which is actually a Commodore 64 remix, but don't tell anyone. So, enjoy those, and I'll speak to you again after the break, presuming that the server doesn't crash again.
the best Sega music, live shows, and the chance to request your favorites. This is RadioSega.net.
we are back. And that was uh, an R-Type remix of the Commodore 64 version of the R-Type theme, uh, done by a composer called Mutinous. Um, so yeah, that didn't technically have anything to do with Sega, but it's a great remix, so I hope you enjoyed it anyway. And we'll just not mention that it wasn't Sega related. <clears throat> Before that, it was Cotton 2 Magical Night Dreams Coral Sea, which was requested by Electric Boogaloo. Um, Electric Boogaloo is saying that there were quite a few um, STV games that only came out in Japan but worked with um, Western boards. Um, Apparently the three games that were done by success who created Cotton, um, so Cotton 2, Cotton Boomerang, Guardian Force, despite only being released in Japan, will work on Western boards and have English versions on the cartridges. Although in the case of Cotton 2, the story was cut for the English side. It's pretty interesting. Uh, Radiant Silvergun is apparently another one, uh, but worked on Western boards. Uh, Electro Buggle is saying they wouldn't recommend playing on a Western board though, as the controls got nerfed. That's fair. Uh, yeah, Radiant Silvergun is one of those games that's quite rare in uh, the US and Europe, but it's common as dirt in Japan. So the Japanese are really baffled when people play pay like ridiculous prices for it, because it's it's not that rare there. Uh, anyway, so now for Chiptune Corner. Uh, for tonight's Chiptune Corner, we're looking at an American video game music composer and Chiptune artist called Brendan Becker, who is better known uh, by his stage name of Inverse Phase. Uh, he uses a combination of Atari, Commodore and Nintendo hardware to create his music. In 2012, he gained considerable interest when he produced an album called Pretty 8 Machine, a tribute to the music of Nine Inch Nails, produced in the Chiptune style. It even garnered interest from Nine Inch Nails themselves and people associated with the band, uh, with some people retweeting links to the, the album. Uh, so I'm going to play a track from Inverse Phase. This is a track called Say It Ain't 64. Um, I also put a link into Inverse Phase's Bandcamp page where the several um, albums are available, including the Pretty 8 Machine um, album. Uh, there's also some of his uh, game OSTs and uh, other tribute albums, so be sure to check that one out. And here we go with Inverse Phase, Say It Ain't 64.
we are back. Um, that was Inverse Phase, uh, Say It Ain't 64, and you can find their stuff on inverse.bandcamp.com. Uh, be sure to check them out. Um, Twinny has been hard at work posting um, the social media stuff for today, uh, so thanks a lot for, um, for Twinny's hard work, despite the technical problems we've been experiencing. Hashtag problem of the week. Uh, thank you to everybody who's tuned in. Uh, Frost Gamer, Electric Boogaloo, Doan. Uh, who else have we had? Uh, Grey Four, I guess. Hi, love. Um, who else have we had in the chat? Uh, Nicholas Aman has been in the chat. Um, everybody else who's been listening who has uh, retweeted on Twitter or um, has checked things out through Facebook. Thanks to all of you. Uh, I really appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, even if you tune in every week or just ever so often, thank you ever so much for supporting this show. I wouldn't do this if nobody tuned in. It'd be pointless. So I, I'm glad that you guys enjoy it enough to, to tune in. Um, next week I'll probably be talking about the System 24 arcade board, which I think was suggested by Electric Boogaloo. Um, as usual, if you do have a suggestion for a topic you want me to cover, you can contact me via Twitter, where I am at Blazing Skies, or you can reach me through the Radio Sega Discord chat, where I am Skyblaze42, or you can contact me through the Radio Sega Facebook or Twitter. Uh, there isn't going to be a Saturday Night Sega tonight, uh, but it will be on tomorrow uh, after Sega's um, after Sega Mixer Drive with Rexy. But before that, um, tomorrow Green Viper 8 will be live with Pick and Mix at 6pm GMT tomorrow evening. So be sure to check all of those three out. And um, torment Rexy when she inevitably overruns because it's hilarious. Love you, Rexy. <laughs> right, um, yeah, I'm ending the show a little early because I am so tired. Um, but I hope everyone enjoyed today's episodes, despite the technical problems. Um, so for a last track today, I'm going to have uh, from um, Sonic Riders, uh, Ungravity Fi by Cashel. So thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. I've been Skyblaze. This has been The Hidden Palace here on Radio Sega. Take care, everybody, and good night.
enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.